you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Aurélien Moutier, and I'm here today with Suda Srinivasan, VP Marketing at Obsidian. How are you doing today, Suda? Hi, Aurélien. I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. I appreciate it. It's Remembrance Day in uh, in lots of places in the world. So I appreciate you took the time to drive yourself into the office to do a podcast with us. And today we will be talking about the many hats of a product marketer. But before we get started, it would be very useful today if you could give a brief introduction to your company, Obsidian, as well as yourself and what you've been up to in the past, basically. Sure. My name is Suda. I run marketing at Obsidian Security. Obsidian is a cybersecurity company located in Orange County, California. We help organizations protect their staff and cloud services from uh, account takeover, insider threat, and some of the new threat vectors in the cloud. So mm-hmm. we offer a SaaS platform, and our SaaS platform continuously monitors and analyzes access, entitlements, and activity in your cloud applications like Salesforce, G Suite, Box, Dropbox, etc. Uh, It collects the data, normalizes the data across the cloud platforms, enriches it, and gives you consolidated visibility into risks and threats at the user level, organization level, and application level, as well as Mm -hmm. flagging poor security hygiene in the cloud. So our our solution is in a new space called cloud detection and response, just like endpoint detection and response or EDR solutions like CrowdStrike and Carbon Black give you visibility into what's happening on your user's endpoint devices like mobile devices and laptops, Obsidian lets security teams continuously monitor activity and detect, investigate, and respond to security incidents in the cloud. So the company was founded by industry veterans from Silence, Carbon Black, and the NSA. Before Obsidian, I was the VP of marketing and BD at Dome9 Security. You may have heard of them. Uh, Dome9 was in the cloud security and compliance management space. The company was acquired by Checkpoint last year. Good stuff. So, you know, I, I, I do gather from your introduction that you come from a product marketing background, but to ask you a very basic question, what exactly does a product marketer do in a B2B tech company? That's a great question, Aurelian. So that's right. I come from a B2B product marketing background. I started my career as an engineer, then spent a few years in management consulting. When I returned to an operational role, I, it was in product marketing. So product marketing is a set of activities involved in bringing a product to market and ensuring its commercial success. Of course, I say commercial because that's very often the objective of building a new product. As you can imagine, you know, product marketing, the set of activities is critical to a company's success. Now, product marketing as a separate function or role in an organization is more recent, right? This is the product marketer. And a product marketer is responsible for developing and coordinating the execution of the go-to-market strategy for the company's product. Right. So what exactly does a product marketer really own? The product marketer owns the go-to-market plan. Right. Just as a product manager owns the product requirements document or PRD, product marketer owns the go-to-market plan. So what does that mean? A product marketer is responsible for doing a whole bunch of different things, identifying and articulating who the target customer is, the types mm-hmm. of organizations, the roles and personas, of the people involved in buying and using the solution, and then understanding what their specific needs are, right? So figuring out what the buyers and users need and developing positioning and messaging for the product 
that helps the target buyers understand how the product makes their life better, right? Okay. This, in essence, is the, the messaging and positioning. Product marketer also defines how the company is going to reach these target customers, right? So developing pricing and packaging, identifying the channels that the company is going to use, and enabling sales channel teams to reach the customer and sell to them, right? Part of a product marketer's role is also understanding the competitive landscape in which the product exists, right? Which solutions are likely to be seen as competitors or substitutes for the product. One good option being, you know, do it yourself or kind of home cooked solutions. Yeah. And also being able to articulate what the benefits of your solution are versus others, right? Now, product okay. marketers also act as evangelists and public spokespeople in talking about the value proposition in the right way to different audiences, right? Be it analysts or the press or customers. So they speak in executive briefings, field events, conferences, write in blogs, write in columns, and so on. So as you can tell, some of these activities are tied to the process of bringing a product to market, and they happen before the product is launched, right? Yes. While others are tied to driving adoption of the product or service after launch, okay? So product marketer owns the go-to-market or GTM plan. Now, it's important to realize that ownership does not mean that he or she does all the tasks associated with executing the plan, right? Of course. Product marketer is the quarterback for product commercialization. That means, you know, it might mean working with the executive team on positioning, working with sales and on enablement and channel strategy and so on, right? So there is a lot of teamwork involved here. So a big part of the role is coordinating and communicating so that everyone is on the same page about this plan. Yeah. And, and what's the involvement of, of product marketing with, with the CTO and the technical? I know, I know that we spoke about pre-launch and post-launch, and I would expect the post-launch to be probably a bit more of a sales and marketing relationship, marketing in the in the commercial sense of the world. But at which point would you increase the level of interaction with the technical team? Because I do believe that as a product marketing, you need, you need to be close to that, to that technical team and understand exactly the ins and outs. It's, it's not just about the, the, the customers and the A-level message. It's also probably sometimes about getting into the grass of things. Absolutely. Right. And the product marketer needs to have an intimate understanding of both the space and of the specific technologies that the company is building. So I think the involvement with the CTO and the product team starts early, right? Right from kind of creating the shared view of what the market looks like and the product that the company is building to go after that market, right? So the CTO, the product management team, and product marketing need to be on the same page about how the world looks outside, what the specific problems are that the customers have, and what the company is building to solve those problems, right? So that starts early, and part of what the product marketing team does there is bring that outside in view for the CTOs and product management teams, right? Doing analysis of the market, understanding yeah. what the big trends are, and essentially framing that in a way that the company can consume. Does so that right. mean that you've got, a, you've got two, two type of communication? You've got, a, you've got to think about one vision where, where product marketer will be focusing on end user and how to communicate with end user and creating content for them, et cetera. But, but also um, the role of an internal communicator in between sales, marketing, products, technical, and potentially post-sales as well. Is that, is, that, is that right? Yes, you nailed it. So a big part of this is you know, external communication is how the company and product are perceived by the world. And that is, that is very often what people see as the role of marketing or product marketing. But the flip side of this is just building internal cohesion and coordinating the efforts of the different teams and making sure that everyone understands 
you know, everyone has a consistent view of what the outside world looks like and what the company is building, right? So a big part of what you're doing is also communicating internally so that everyone's on the same page, right? And and this has to happen. It's an ongoing process because, you know, plans change, you come up with product market, you know, hypotheses, product market fit hypotheses, and then you need to kind of work through that plan. And everyone, as especially as the company grows, want to make sure that sales, marketing, product, CTO's office are all aligned in terms of, you know, what it is the company is selling, what does the market look like, what is the story that you want to be telling customers, right? Because consistency is key in this. So Absolutely. communication is just as important. Yeah. You need, you need to tell the same stories uh, internally yeah. and externally. It's uh, about building the culture as well. So probably a, a strong pillar of the culture. Uh, what, what would you say are the main challenges of the role? I'm sure it's a wide open question because it may depend on the type of company you are working for and everything. But if you were to sum them up and in, in, in a few sentences, what would you say are the main challenges of, of product marketers nowadays in, in, in today's market? That is a great question, right? I think one of the things that product marketers have to realize and, and companies as well have to realize is that product marketing is a leveraged function. What I mean by that is product marketers own the go-to-market plan, but like product management, a product manager, for example, figures out what the, what the company should be building, the specific set of features that customers need and will pay for. Product manager owns the PRD and coordinates the execution, but does a product manager actually build the product? No, you have engineering for that. So similarly, a product marketing person is responsible for coordinating the execution of the go-to-market plan, but this usually happens through the efforts of other teams. So a product yeah. marketer has to understand that their role is quarterbacking, but does not mean that they have to carry the ball every time, right? They have to basically work with sales, work with marketing, work through product management to execute things, right? And so it's essentially a role that involves ownership, but not necessarily the authority to go and do things, right? It's a function that that works best through others in the organization as well. And so understanding that is key. And essentially having, it's also a a relatively new role, right? Having a person who's responsible for this it's a relatively new thing in organizations. So very often there is not a common view of what exactly product marketing should be doing, right? Yeah. And this is something that, that you see time and again where you know, organizations typically look at product marketing as the, it's, the role is usually, usually uh, more narrowly defined, right? In these companies, a product marketer is essentially a content creator, writing white yeah, papers, that, data That's what I meant. That's what I was, yeah. I was leading with my question. Is that sometimes I think there is a big oh, confusion between content, you know, even sometimes yeah. lead generation, which I think is a, it's, it's a, it's a complete different world. But but I think you you sum it up in a, in a perfect way. Yeah. So see, I mean, product marketing role is very narrowly defined in the sense that people think they're essentially content creators, writing white papers, data sheets, presentations, and so on. And you can see why product marketing is associated with this, right? Because sales and marketing teams need good content. And it is a tactical, immediate need in many companies. And very often, product marketers are the only folks in the company that are tasked with creating product content. So product marketers, of course, need to have strong communication skills, both written and verbal. But if your company is seeing product marketers purely as content creators, you are not using the function in a smart way. Right? A product marketer wears many, many hats. So a product marketer is a strategist. He or she is an evangelist, an advisor to sales and marketing, and in general, a business problem solver, like fix-it person. So product marketers, the good ones, see themselves as business owners and will do any and everything needed to make the product a commercial success. 
right? And so the CEO down have to look at this function as this kind of broader role of problem solving and product and product commercialization rather than just content creation. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. So that, that, is, that, is that what you would say? The difference between a good product marketer to a great product marketer is actually someone who managed to get that uh, that sort of strategy outlook on things rather than just going into the, the the details of the product. Yeah, so that is that's definitely a question I've thought about a lot. I think I think that is one the starting point, right? Product marketers are essentially product owners. They have to think like function agnostic leaders. And they essentially do what needs doing, right? Building bridges across the organization, problem solving. So you work with sales and marketing to identify bottlenecks in the sales process and shorten them one by one, right? That's yeah. how product marketers should be thinking. It is where is what is what is causing delays in the sales process? What is causing limited success in terms of customers discovering the solution? And then go and solve that one by one. That is what a product marketer should be thinking about. Now, the best product marketers that I've seen can really get into the mind of the customer and understand their needs and pains and speak their language, right? So they recognize that their function really starts with the customer. Now, when you see that messaging is done right, it really doesn't sound like marketing came up with it, right? Very often you hear customers dispensively say, you know, that was just a bunch of marketing fluff, right? Now, the problem with that is when there's a disconnect between how the product marketer speaks and communicates the value and what the customers see the world as, right? If a product marketer is grounded in the customer's reality, they will be able to articulate what a product says and does in a way that feels authentic and real, right? The best way to do this, I found, is to build a personal connection with customers. Speak with customers on a regular basis. Start kind of talking to them about their problems so that you're not sitting in an ivory tower. There was one other thought, which is, you know, you said product marketers have to be strategic. There is, I would say product marketers need to have mental flexibility, right? The ability to zoom in, zoom out, get super tactical and think about specific collateral, specific content, specific programs that will help customers at different points of the buyer's journey, but also zoom out and understand how the strategic landscape is shifting, right? For example, if a competitor bought a company, what does that mean for you, right? How do analysts define the space that you're in and how is that view evolving? So there is this kind of, Mental acrobatics of, you know, one meeting you're sitting and talking about specific programs, collateral, and so on. The very next meeting you could be sitting and talking about, you know, where should the company be headed most, more broadly, more strategically? How's the space evolving, right? What's happening to the competitive landscape and so on, right? So this requires that you kind of keep a finger on the pulse of the industry. Stay in touch yeah. with what's happening. What are you doing? What are competitors doing? What are analysts talking about? Who are the thought leaders? Who are the people that are kind of guiding and shaping customers' buying decisions and identifying patterns from your own industry from the past as well as from other industries, right? So this is, the pattern matching is something that essentially like uh, business wisdom, right? And you develop that with experience and with, you know, enough reading and exposure to the to the world out there. Yeah, that makes, that makes perfect sense. So it's almost a question of, uh, as an internal product marketer, you would almost benefit from having experience of having been end user at some point in your life to really understand their world because at the end of the day if i'm if, if i'm transcripting what, what you're saying and well what i appreciate that you've got to make generalities because you, you need to market so you need to 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 appeal to not just one individual but uh, groups of individuals but it's really about getting under the skin of your end user understand their challenges 
as well as potentially match that up with your competition and everything. So, so also understand the options that they've got. Is that right? That is right. I mean, you have to really get under the skin of your customers, understand how they think about making the buying decision, right? I mean, who are the, uh, first of all, how do they think about the space? Do they have the problems that you think you can solve for them? And being able to use the right, I mean, I've seen that if you use the right terminology, if you speak about the problems using the words that they associate with, there is a much stronger connection between the message and the customer, right? Because they have to, you know, these are terms that they use day in, day out when they're describing their problems or their challenges. So essentially you need and the ability to explain the problems in those in their terms and really understand how big a problem it is for them, right? Is it an urgent issue? Because especially when you're talking about messaging and positioning for a startup, right? One of the big things is you are starting with a set of hypotheses. You believe that, you know, the right messaging for the customer, but this is really where, you know, you have to evolve the messaging very quickly based on the feedback you get. And the best way to do that, I found, is to think like the customer. Now, this could mean that you spend some time as the end user. Like for us, it would be the CISO's organization. Or you essentially spend enough time with them that you learn through osmosis, like you internalize the messaging. And this, is, yeah. this, this comes with you know, exposure and, again, spending time in their shoes. Of course. Of course. No, that, that, I understand completely. And you know, it seems to me that the... And I think you, you mentioned that earlier on in the conversation, the role is is kind of new or the role is evolving. So can you take us through what you believe or what your thoughts are on the shifts of the role in the last few years? How do you think the role is evolving? And, and also what I'm interested in understanding from you is where do you think the role is going? Because the past is one thing, but where do you think the role is going? Would you, would, would you, would you say that the, the product marketing should have a seat at the board? That's a great question. Again, I think product marketing has has evolved quite a bit in the time that I've been in product marketing and I've seen a couple of big shifts, right? The first is the role is starting earlier and earlier in the organization's life, right? A big question that startup CEOs face is whom they should hire first in the marketing team. And it used to be a no-brainer. It used to be the demand gen manager or director who could start running events and campaigns quickly for the company, right? But I'm starting to see product marketing managers and directors being brought in as the first marketing hire. And I think this is happening for a number of reasons. The first one, like I said, you know, getting product market fit is critical for the company. And very often, you know, founders start with product market fit hypothesis, right? You start with a set of, you know, beliefs that if you have a specific product and a specific message and positioning, customers mm-hmm. will buy it. But you need to field test this hypothesis and quickly course correct on messaging, positioning, and so on, and evolve the story based on feedback. This is product marketers' core strength, right? And one of the other big challenges or changes in marketing is that customers want to do their research and get educated on a space and the different vendors before they start engaging with companies more seriously, right? Yeah. So less, less and less of this kind of cold outreach and more and more of putting good content out there, having a solid website, having consistent message that people wanting to learn more about you can engage with, right? And this is, again, something where product marketers essentially can help you build that consistent voice of who you are so that you can amplify your brand, brand presence later. So, again, you start with a lot of marketing activities. You know, the one thing that, that you know, as a VP of marketing, I keep thinking about is, at what point do I need to bring in a role internally versus using or working with contractors and consultants, right? In my experience, the function that I found hardest to outsource is essentially product marketing, 
right? Because it's so close to what the company is about that you need to have someone in product marketing who can start building that story. It is essentially defining the identity of the company as seen from outside, right? Now, the other big shift that I've seen is product marketing as an exec level function. Companies are hiring VPs and SVPs of product marketing as opposed to a lower level function. Earlier, it used to cap out a director or senior director, and then that rolled up into a VP of marketing or VP of product. Now you're starting to see product marketing having higher and higher level positions in the organization, even at the exec level, right? Yeah. And this is, again, because product marketing is seen in the fullest sense of that role, which is you know understanding all the different pieces of product marketing, the roles as an evangelist, role as a strategist, role as an execution arm for go-to-market, right? So I think that is one big shift that has happened, which is understanding the full sense of what product marketing means. Now, product marketing, of course, has two sister organizations or sister functions. One is product management and the other is technical marketing, right? One thing that I have seen organizations, the, the, the good ones do, is actually offer rotations between these three because a good product marketer can do the things that are required for product management and vice versa. Now, this can be a controversial position, but <laughs> if you do it right, you have product marketers who understand what it takes to build the product, you know, the product management role, as well as to get down into the technology and really explain the technical details. So product technical, uh, product management, technical marketing, and product marketing have kind of a rotation function where a person can kind of go through those three different roles and, you know, essentially learn all the aspects of building and bringing a product to market. Okay. My last question is, 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 is again, a, maybe a, a, a wide open one, but through your experience with that, what, what would be the, the main advice you would give to any product marketer listening to, to our conversation today? Sure. So get into the mind of the customer. Never lose that touch with the customer, right? Because the moment you do that, every other function that is depending on you for kind of the voice of the customer loses out, right? So find a way to stay connected with the customer and keep it real, right? So yeah. speak with customers on a regular basis and think about how they will engage with the stuff that you put out there, right? Be it programs, be it anything else. And product marketer owns more than they are directly, you know, account responsible for in the sense that they have to think of themselves as business leaders, as function agnostic leaders and do what needs doing, right? That means working with sales, working with marketing, working with product, working with, customer success, across the board, working across all these to do what he's doing, right? It's like a CEO role in the sense that you're responsible for a lot of things, but it's not like you're going to actually go and do all the things that you're responsible for. You have to work through people and with people to make it happen. Yeah. So it's true. It's true testament for, for, for leadership skills, really. That's getting true. getting yep. things done for others. Always, always a tough one. <laughs> I agree. I think that is, that is really where the magic happens, though. And, and I agree with you. I think I think you're right. You know, you're probably in um, you're probably in a transition where, where 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 we see product marketing becoming more and more important. I think it's particularly coming predominant in your space, which is cybersecurity, because in that space you've got more and more competition. So I think people probably or companies probably a few years back had less requirement to really understand their differentiator, to really understand the mind of their prospect and they could afford to probably be successful without without really get, getting into the brain of their prospect or their end users. And I think now it's completely different. And I think really, the, the, I think the companies who are equipped with the best product marketing team 
as well as the best sales team. And you know, as you said, all those functions are not independent from each other. I need to have people who can execute around product marketing. But I think the, the companies were equipping themselves with a strong product marketing team, probably putting themselves in a in a in a, in a better position. And and also the, the last comment I'll make is that you know through, through the conversation we're having today, I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking about some of the, the the marketing leaders that we know and some of our clients, and and I do believe that most of the most of the the, the, the successful CMOs uh, or the serial CMOs, the people that can kind of pick up the right company and do the right things, are actually the people who understand the product very well, and people who are mm-hmm. able to pitch you the product. They, they could pitch the product potentially to a technical person as well as a C-level person. Even and this is particularly true in B2B. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. This is particularly true in B2B where, you know, you are selling, uh, especially in B2B high tech, where understanding the product is kind of critical to really understand how to communicate that to customers. Right? It's not yeah. just brand, it's message. So, yeah. No, I agree with you. Well, I wanted to thank you today, uh, Suda, for 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 your all your insights. I mean, I really appreciate you took the time as as discussed. And it's supposed to be. A, we don't know if it's a nationally there or not in the US. But some of uh, some of some of our clients are working, particularly on the West Coast today. Uh, but not mm-hmm. everybody is working. But I do appreciate you, you you took the time to 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 come in today and 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 discuss product marketing with us. And I really enjoyed the conversation. Now, if if everyone wants to follow up on the topic today, uh, discuss with you further, or, or even speak about Obsidian, what would be the best way to get in touch with you? Sure. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn or Twitter. My handle on Twitter is uh, Sudash Srinivasan. You can also connect with Obsidian on Twitter at ObsidianSec. That's wonderful. Well, again, many, many thanks for your time today, Suda. It was great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.